Queerness is not a monolith. We are but a small representation of our fabulous community. Thoughts expressed in this podcast are meant to inform, entertain, and provide context in a world full of sound bites and chaotic headlines. The goal? To create a safe space to educate ourselves and our community, learn from our guests, and provide comfort for those out there who may not have an outlet of queer expression. This is Queer Context. Hello and welcome to Queer Context, a podcast where two queer Texans talk queer shit about queer topics and, yes, queer Texas. And uh, I'm here with my co-host, whose uh, milkshake brings all the boys to the yard until he says, uh-uh-uh, I'm a top, Tyler. <laughs> How long have you had that one in your phone? Since before we started this i mean when we said we were going to do intros for each other that was like the second one that i wrote i'm like i'm gonna have to wait on you that really one. have held on to that one. Uh, we are on episode 10 so yeah yeah <laughs> and he is the lime to your margarita sure all of mine are food related they are food related, food related. i stick to what i know yeah roger hey. <laughs> i want one Oh, okay. Yes, and we she are is excited the... for this guest. She's our, she's your friendly neighborhood champagne aunt, and host of the podcast, Corks and Cowtown. It's Robin, Woo-hoo! the whipped cream to your rum daiquiri on a beach. Oh, yeah. Do you want to be the whipped cream, or do you want to be like the rum? I feel like you're the. I want. I'm the rum. For sure. Mm. Okay. I'm I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say you're the grenadine to my tequila sunrise. <gasps> oh, I love that. Yeah, oh, I'm. I'm basically kind of like a sour patch kid. Oh, I love, oh, I love that. that. So yeah, if I had to be a which food color? Related. Wait, sour patch kid color. Ready? Go. Red. A uh, green. Blue. There we Look go. Look at us. This is there why we all get along so well. We'd be great. Combo. If we were stuck in a pack of Sour Patch Kids together, we'd be great. I know, I right? I love this for us. What a great journey. <laughs> Absolutely. And we look, we've had such a great journey. We really getting, have. Getting to this point, having you on our podcast. I know. Literally, y'all have no idea how excited I, excited I am to be here because obviously, like, y'all were on mine mm-hmm. and yeah. you talked about doing this. And here it is. Do you feel like your babies grew up? Oh, my God. Absolutely. (laughs) It makes me like literally. Well, here's the thing is, what was it? National Margarita Day. Mm -hmm. To see tequila is our thing, guys. Tequila is is. our thing. It is our thing. Every single time we're together, we have tequila. Uh Yep. But um, that's whenever I met Roger. Yep. Yeah. So that's the whole thing is that like this has just like blossomed since Uh February. It is crazy to think that it's been just since February. Yeah. I love this for us. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. I no longer work across the street from Tinny's where we met, but. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, but it I mean, was such that. a man. Yeah. It that, just a that, short listen, time ago. Cheers to us. Literally, for being cheers productive. to us. Cheers, Woo-hoo. literally. Cheers, cheers, cheers over here. Yeah, we don't want to. Robin was already doing the damn thing. Yes. Hey, we had like, wanted to for months. You invited us on to kind of test the waters. Well, I think we did more than test the waters. We did a lot. We we, we did. We covered lots of topics. Right. We jumped in. And, <laughs> we literally. Yeah, but I really love that for us. Yeah. Because everyone loved it. And also, here's the thing is, like, y'all are providing such a great um, outlet for people, you know, to, like, either give you questions, talk about certain things and whatnot. And that was something that even on mine, I wanted y'all to share with everyone. Mm -hmm. And people were just like, this is such a good thing to hear about. Because so many people just think it's, like, taboo to talk about. Yeah. So I'm very proud of Especially in this city, in this state Mm -hmm. we live in. You know, yeah. it's yeah. all about kind of exposure and just like, here's the thing. Nobody has, they just need a face yeah. or a mm-hmm. voice or to hear about the concept or the lifestyle mm-hmm. or right. the identity in more complexity than what Fox News or CNN has to say about it. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, sometimes we're really fucking silly and sometimes we, you know, are talking about things that are really important that our community needs to know or that we are experiencing as members of the LGBTQ plus community. And, and that's okay. I mean, because I mean, I remember when I was a younger kid, there wasn't anything like this. No. To be able to just to, to hear someone talk, no. you know, just very openly about their experiences. And 
I think about that first episode that we were at on yours. Mm-hmm. I, I think about how nervous we both were mm-hmm. and how, and, and Tyler, how even you were just kind of like, I don't know how far to go in what I can I say. I was so mm-hmm. anxious before that first mm-hmm. episode. I was so scared. Like, it, I, what was it? I think it wasn't even until halfway through the episode where I was like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> and I, do you feel like you found your feet now? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I, we've just started talking shit. So, that, I mean. There's right. nothing wrong. <laughs> I mean, y'all know how, like, my stance on everything is just, like, nothing's off topic. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, like, if I don't know something, I want someone else to educate me on it or at least share the perspective. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is, is, like, unless you're having conversations and, like, learning and researching and talking, how are you ever going to learn? Yeah. Right. Right. Which is why, like you said, we talk about the important shit, but also it's important that we talk about the goofy shit yeah. and Absolutely. the silly shit and the falling on our face shit and the low shit or whatever, because we, we need the full picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get enough of the, the highlight reels on Instagram oh, yeah. and we have our queer heroes, but it's the, it's the little things, the goofy shit, the weird shit that makes it interesting. Oh, right. Absolutely. And it's also what gives us character because we're characters. But like, truly, but it also like, to be. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really does. It, it kind of shades, you know, puts the shading in the dimensions in. Yeah. As well. Um, so, yeah. So, Robin, what has been what what's up? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, my on? gosh. Well, obviously, we kind of already discussed some things. So I don't know if we need yeah. to go there or. Mm-hmm. What? Well, yeah, we were only an hour late yeah, to recording. Exactly. We yeah, were we unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> we well, honestly, we stop. should have been recording. I, I honestly wish we had been because when we get together, I feel like it just like is so natural and just flows. That That's why like we just no need to sit. Us. Like we need to meet in the studio. Like we can't Absolutely. sit outside the studio anymore. <laughs> I know. Well, because then you're just like you get comfortable and you yeah, can start talking. Start shooting like, the shit. Pick this up and move it into the other room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, no, I've just been working. Um, obviously, I took a break from Corks and Cowtown to kind of we're going to be modifying things. Love that. Um, we took a break to changing. sleep. Hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So yeah. you deserved that after Pride. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I was like, Corks and Cowtown will be coming back in late September, early October. Okay. Cute. And there will be a filming aspect. Okay. Nice. And um, just a lot of change. Going to serve a little look. Yes. So um, I'm very excited about that. And y'all will have to come back on, obviously. Obvi. And we have to get a look together. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, if- well, y'all need to cut. We need to do like a full photo shoot. I also need yes. to just lose 10 more pounds. I mean, same. Calm down. But Calm down. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, I mean, that's easy in Texas, too, with how hot it is outside. It is so hot. I can't handle this anymore. I'm so ready for fall. I mean, yesterday was 98 degrees, and it felt like winter. (laughs) Like, it felt like spring. I really, I walked out there. How bad is that? And I was just like, ugh, a break in the heat. It's 98 degrees. As an amateur meteorologist, (laughs) (laughs) I literally have had to take a break from my weather apps oh. because there's no hope in sight no. it's 104 degrees for the next 10 days all these fires forever. and stuff yeah. are wild but yeah. okay so on a like lighter note if you were a meteorologist what would be like your signature thing you know they all have one oh, might have so some like sort pete delkis is like daddy weatherman to me really yes <laughs> i love pete delkis more than anything on earth i Wait. And like when he's really serious, when the weather's like really serious or really bad, and wait, you need to wait, listen wait, to Pete, wait. I'm he takes his he's jacket not the off. One, he's not the one with the bow tie, is he? No, that's isn't that David Finfrock? Yes, okay, yeah. I was thinking of Finfrock. No. I'm like, do you have a thing for Finfrock? <laughs> <laughs> it's the bow tie, isn't it? Or is it the mustache? Neither. <laughs> no, you don't know who Pete Delkis is? Yes, he's, he's, yes, he's, he's a daddy. silver daddy. Yes. Yes. With I the with the steely him. blue eyes. Yes. And mm-hmm. so yes. like whenever the weather's really serious. He's very much your type. He takes his jacket off. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, we have to pay attention right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking. Lonnie, that must mean it's a tornado watch. Yeah, yeah it's like something is serious. Yeah, Lonnie Quinn. Lonnie Quinn, who was a, I believe, CBS uh, weatherman in New York. Was my daddy weatherman? Ooh. Yeah, but That's also a good name. Also, he like the sleeves yes, rolled up. See? Yeah, that's yeah. when it's just like this is serious. Yeah, um, I I guess if I were a weatherman, my thing would be, um, I'd be I, I don't 
I guess I'd be gay because like the majority of weathermen are gay, right? I have no idea. The I mean, no. I know. I know. You I know a lot of gay weathermen. I know someone who has slept with a gay weatherman, and I have definitely spoken to a gay weatherman on Scruff in Connecticut. Okay. Here's the thing. I think there are gay people everywhere, yeah, especially not, in television. That is, <laughs> right. that is not to say that being a weatherman is necessarily a gay or queer job. Yeah. But still. But it's a gay I or mean, queer I, job. They probably make it more fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so. I guess I, I guess my thing would be, I would just be a whore. That would be my thing. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd wear a helmet. Oh. <laughs> that tracks like when the weather you. was like really serious, I think I'd put a helmet on. You're like, I don't go outside without a helmet. Yeah. Yeah, because like I already say that anytime there's like a tornado warning or watch, I'm like, everyone grab your helmet. Which one's which? What? With the warning and the watch. Like what helmet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's variations. Of yeah, which, yeah. No, which one deserves the helmet? The warning or the watch? The warning. Oh, the warning. Yeah. But I, I would put one on and a watch also. But no, no, no. But see, the thing is, if you're going to have a helmet when it's when it's a watch, you just hold it. Yes, like a little baby. You just yeah. hold it on the side. Oh, my God. I'm just yeah. impressed that y'all knew the difference between a warning and a watch. I grew up in Kansas, and I oh. still don't. I oh, am fully... I'm full. If I was a weatherman, I would steal. There's this little Instagrammer. He's this funny dude named Sam Sketch or something. I don't know. But he went viral for a moment because he was like, weather station, please stop calling it a warning or a watch. I don't know the difference. Could you just please be like tornado with a question mark <laughs> or tornado with an exclamation point? So, yeah. Tornado with a question mark is watch. Yes, that's what you're I think. You're just like right? looking out. That never, like, it's see, possible. To Kansas, that fucks us up because we're always watching. Even if there is a tornado, we're well, on the front know, porch like, looking for it. Are, that's Texans. <laughs> like Texans are psychotic. They're like, there's a warning. Let me go outside real fast. And, yeah, like, we got to see where it's outside. at. Yeah. Those videos stress me out more than almost anything. Yeah. Whenever it's like the person's on their like patio and it's like literally coming at them and they're like, Oh well, I guess maybe we should get inside. And I'm like, yeah. get yeah. the fuck yeah. inside, you idiot! You, you, you ain't taking like four oh seconds to gosh. get downstairs. You ain't Bill Paxton. This ain't Twister. Uh, yeah, no, like cow, another cow. cow. No, it's the same one. Yeah. Like first of that, I loved that movie so much, but also oh, it made me classic. so angry the older I got because I was like, that is so unrealistic. Absolutely. Like the cow or the some, fact that he. I mean, all of it. Okay. Like some horse reins were gonna like you like. Put reins around that you and part you to, a pipe, to a pipe, and you think that that like those reins are not that tough. That tornado ripped up a yeah. barn. Like no, no, no. And no, that no, leather. That's why I wish that like some things you could just live in like blissful ignorance forever. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. because like whenever you just grow up, you see things like that, and now I'm just like that would never happen. Right. I would love to be blissful and dumb. Oh, until it's time to vote and just vote once a year update on the information get my vote in and then just fuck off i wish it were that easy to be able to understand what's going on or like to just turn it on and off yeah, yeah. that would be like nice. an ideal scenario yeah 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 so okay so you're taking a, you're taking a break mm -hmm. kind of recontextualizing corks and cowtown um how is uh how's the dating life oh my god it's awful okay like it, dating men is not for the weak, no. and y'all know that. Yeah. Like it's, it is absolutely not a choice. No, yeah. <laughs> that's the status. Like it's like it makes me angry all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, really, it's just so see, we're just breaking down barriers. Queerness not a choice. Liking men, oh my, not a like choice. it's just, it's honestly like mind blowing how <clears throat> it just progressively like it's worse okay yeah. and how anytime I think I'm just like oh there's a step forward in the right direction and then it's like 20 steps back um and really the thing I've been dealing with a lot is insecure men okay in what aspects everything so well. like <laughs> but like the biggest one recently so like let's say just dating in yeah. general so let's say Obviously, the apps are popular right now. The apps so, are say trash. you are talking to someone on an app, okay, and you set up a date with someone on the app. You got to a date. Well, uh, just like you were see, able to get them to confirm a date. Well, so just hear me out. Okay. Hold on, it gets worse. I'm I'm along for this hypothetical <laughs> okay. situation. So let's say you were just like 
okay, we like each other enough, like, we're going to go on a date. Mm -hmm. Does that mean you then stop talking to everyone else you were talking to? Fuck no. No. Exactly. Why? I haven't even gotten to see you in person yet or had coffee. Uh, the, like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's the definition halt of everything. putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Okay, so like we're all in agreement. Like you would not do that, Absolutely correct? not. Because it's psychotic. Yes. Right. Okay, so this guy is saying he wanted to like have a date. I think we're talking on like say a Thursday. And he wanted to come take me on a date on Sensible. Saturday. Sensible, I love mm -hmm. it. So obviously he started following me on social media. Not trying to book mm -hmm. out your weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. like whatever. So, But trying to have more fun than a weeknight. So he writes me and he says, you have other dates lined up, LOL. Looks like you have some fans on Instagram. And I said, does that matter? He goes, yeah. And I said, why? Are you ready? If I really have to answer that, I wouldn't feel special enough or make the date feel special, any importance, if you have two other Joes lining up. I'm good on that. <laughs> So I write back. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Does he want someone who's undesirable? Just wait. So he says, yeah, you definitely aren't the same person I messaged two weeks ago. Have fun with your other guys, dude. I'm so, sorry. Oh, just wait. You're not the same person from two weeks ago? Because like, we like, had been texting How for like, two weeks. How old is this person? In his 30s. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so I said, we've literally never met, and I'm supposed to cease all contact with other guys when you've reappeared for what is this the third time? I said, you're delusional. And so he says, you expect me to drive an hour and a half just to spoil you when you have other guys lined up. You're delusional, but he misspelled it. And he said, prob explains why you're single. So then my last thing I said is just, you're with the little asterisk. Because like, you're petty. I was like, no, no, that's why I'm single. Yeah. Because I'm going to call you out on just your spelling. You know and what? Grammar this is how I know. For being a little bit. That the patriarchy is kind of cracking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like, w I've never met you and you think I owe you something? Absolutely the, not. The entitlement it's, it's, of men. That's what it is. It's the entitlement. The, the, entitlement. the audacity. Uh -huh. The everything. Yeah. But like just saying, I wouldn't feel special enough. Yeah. I was like, make men not feel special again. Bitch. Oh. Bitch. Oh. Like stop. Like I, I can't. I can't. Why? And listen, we would, all, we would all love sparks to fly. I would Absolutely. love sparks to fly. I yeah. would love to meet a man and him sweep me off my feet and to, you know, really like sparks fly. We can't count on that. No. <laughs> like you can't count on that. You can't, you can't make something happen. No. No. But then also my thing is he was just and like. And he's also putting a lot of pressure on a first date. Literally. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't owe you shit. No. I literally do not owe you anything. We haven't even You guys met. could go on five dates. Right. And you don't owe him shit. As long as like, what you're communicating you is clear. You expect me to drive an hour and a half. I was like, you offered Yeah, to I don't expect you to do me. anything that right. you right. didn't offer. Yeah. So, and this is this is kind of um when you can when you can sense the desperation in someone who really wants to be in a relationship or wants something. You mm -hmm. can there there is this kind of you know that that guy has a picture in his head of what a relationship Ooh. is supposed to be and how it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And you're not fitting into his picture. And instead of acknowledging that himself, mm -hmm. he is going on the attack. Well, so here's the thing. This is the same type of guy that if he had come and met me and we had dinner and drinks and we did not end up having sex... He would you say, I owed out. him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that just like blows my mind because like, where is this like a contractual obligation? Yeah. Like this is dating. Yeah. yeah. I literally it's, don't it's, understand. Well, and I, I don't, I mean, we don't live anywhere else. We don't know what it's like somewhere else, but I'm like, it's such a, it's the people who are still stuck in the traditional views of dating. That's yeah. an exchange. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, and yes, it is an exchange of information. Yeah. Yeah. It's an exchange of information about each other so we can get to know each other better. Mm -hmm. But nobody is entitled to anything. No. You're not even entitled to when we sit down to know 
about parts about me that I don't want you to know about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, it's the same thing. There was another guy who I didn't match with him, but I saw like one of his little prompts and it said like, let's break traditional dating norms by playing credit card roulette when the bill comes. And I was like, I know he's expecting like girls to get like pissed or like say something. And I want to be like, okay, well, don't get pissed when I order a hundred dollar bottle of wine and a hundred dollar steak. And then you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like you're trying to do something there, but here's the thing. I'll go out and I'll pay for that myself. Yeah. 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 Because so. why? Cause the sister's looking out for herself. Mm-hmm. Sisters. Yeah. That's why I like going out with friends. We all go out and like, we'll just split the bill evenly, (laughs) even if someone ate more than the other or drank more than the other. It's just like, no, you just take care of your friends and it all comes back around full circle. Yeah. I am. You were talking about that guy trying to like paint a picture of what he wanted. Mm -hmm. I am actively trying to paint a picture. And I'm active. I'm actively trying to not have a picture. Because dating all through my 20s, I think I you had a You mean like just go with the flow? Like go with the flow. Like okay. I I don't know what you exactly want. what I'm looking okay. for. I know what I want in a person. But that can take a form. That can take the form in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what I want from a person. I don't know what that looks like. What are your like absolute musts? Like top three? Top three absolute musts. I need... Quality time. Okay. I need... With them or by yourself? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what is quality? It's both. It's it, it's both. It's we need quality time together. Mm-hmm. But also understanding that, like, we need quality time alone. Whatever. The second thing is absolutely family. And being queer, that means a lot of different things. Right. Okay. That can mean... Your biological family. That can mean the family you created for yourself. Mm -hmm. That can mean your friends that treated you as family. Mm -hmm. But I need you to have a distinction between... I need you to have people that you're investing in. Okay. And and kind of... What's the word I'm thinking of? Like, I need you to have people that you are... uh, What's the word I'm thinking? Man, the tequila. (laughs) Like, people that you are devoted to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need you to have friends or people that you are devoted to. So you your own support network. Your own support network. So that you kind of you understand then. Yeah. When I prioritize people in my life. That makes that sense. That person can Absolutely. that person yeah. can understand when it's like, oh, I'm spending a lot of time with this person because I love them and they're a priority to me. Yeah. You know. Just to use a term that we spoke about, you are not a uh, you're not looking for someone. That is your one and everything. No. We are village people. We're village people. I oh forgot we did that. I'm a village person too. We are village. Did we say that on the podcast or were we at my house? We were at your house, but we should have said it <laughs> on the podcast. Oh my God, that's we, me too. But, but, I love but, that. Absolutely we it absolutely. is you. You are absolutely a village person. Yes, yeah, but you need someone yeah. that understands that you're not, you don't need all your partner to meet every single no yeah, every no. single no 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 no, no, no you know no, 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 and, and no, no, it's the same way that i am okay like, yes but i need them to understand <clears throat> that concept of family if, even if it is like friends that you were devoted yeah. to cuz that's someplace i want to put my life i don't want my whole life to be with this person yeah um and three um i don't know if i need to say this on a podcast <laughs> Do it, do it, let it go. They need in a phrase that my friend Rob would really appreciate. They need to have a big backyard. Okay. I just need, I just don't know what to do with my hands if they don't. Okay. Tyler likes ass. I do. <laughs> hey, just, everyone you know, likes their thing. Yeah. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We were trying to figure it out earlier, but I don't know what. Okay, so can I? <laughs> wait, no. Wait, 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 wait. So those are my three. The where we were going with that. Is those are my three things, but I don't know what that looks like. Uh-huh. I don't have a picture of like, oh, they should be spending X amount of time with me, or mm-hmm. we should be in X spaces together. So, but are you just more of like, because I get what you're saying, yeah. But like for me, I'm the same way. Is I'm never going to be like, I have to talk to you this amount of times a day. No, no. But I just I need to know there's still effort. 
Yes. And I think you feel that over anything when someone is actually giving it. Yes. Right. So, like, as far as quality time, allowing that space and time with friends, and then obviously but we are hands. But we are going into it without a picture of what it looks like. We know what we want or mm-hmm. we need. It's when people are have a picture of it, I think that's where the entitlement happens. Yes. I, I feel like that. people yeah. are like, oh... I'm going after this partnership where I'm the strong one and you're the weak one or I'm going after this partnership, whatever. That's when you start making assumptions about people when you Mm -hmm. get into trouble with entitlement. Right. And that being wedded to that particular image automatically will create issues. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I dated this guy um, in New York and he got mad at me. Mind you, this was what, like the third or fourth date? He got mad at me because we were at a bar watching a drag show and one of my best friends was also there and came and sat down with us and hung out with us. And he checked out. like literally. Where's the the issue? Well, one, this guy then checked out and just started talking to the bartender, started kind of, and I was like, okay, he, you know. And this was the first time that my friend was, was meeting him and I was just like, hey, this is, you know. Yeah. So-and-so, I forgot his name, actually. <laughs> um, You're doing great. Yeah, I know. But this is, you know, so-and-so. And then he got just got up and, you know, was like, okay, he's not, there's no interest in this. So, so he just, like, checked out. He completely. checked out. After Which, the drag show, dancing was happened. Doing, he was doing so, you a favor. Uh, yep. Yeah. So then, like, my friend and I were like, guys. we got up and danced. And then, he, you know, my friend left. And then the guy comes back and he starts yelling at me because I was rude. And I went, no, no. I do not do this. Grow the fuck up. So I, I walked out of the bar. Then he followed me. And he, uh, so he was also foreign. So, um, okay. and, uh, and he was like, this is the problem with you Americans is that you have, I'm like, no, sit down. There are many Ooh. problems. Ooh. There yeah, are I was the like, assumptions, the like, entitlement. There are, there are many problems with Americans. But let me tell you what's not my problem. Not my problem is you thinking you. Yeah. that Someone who is literally one of my best friends is someone that I want to sleep with. No. Like he didn't even let you explain it. Yeah. Also, what's not my problem is you checking out because this is not going how you wanted it. If you were actually very interested in what was happening with me, you would have asked questions and gotten (sighs) to know someone who is actually one of my people. Okay, yeah. so what do you think it is that causes people to be like this, though? Because we know, obviously, there's something, like, underlying. Don't make us feel compassion for these men. No, I'm, no, Don't I'm make not. Us Trust feel me, sympathy. I have, you know me. <laughs> I, I currently have zero compassion for these. I but do like, think there's, there's an inherent loneliness. I f- yeah. Well, I can see that, but I think, I feel like a lot of it is, like, they've just been coddled their whole lives. You. And been, and, like, and handed see, things. I see And I'm that. like, can you, like, just realize that that's not life. I see right. that. That the I, patriarchy I, is absolutely real mm-hmm. where men have been privileged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, the flip side of that, which does them no favors, is they have not been coddled in the ways that are conducive to a human. Mm-hmm. That they have not been coddled yeah. in the ways where they have been allowed freedom to express themselves mm-hmm. in ways that are not Pride, aggression, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. anger, whatever. They haven't had that space. Yeah. And so then it's like, I don't know. I think it's somewhere along those lines of how men haven't been able to fully been supported through that whole emotional mm-hmm. bandwidth. And so then they end up being like, well, I need someone else to balance this out. And uh, I don't know how to process my feelings. So I need you to be this specific person. Well, I'm not the one. So bitch, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like, all I know is Cheers. It's I not me. Time. I'm not the one. So I don't really want to do the work today. I don't want to do the I don't work. really want to do the work today. today. I don't really want to do the work today. Yeah. yeah. So that's how dating's going. All right. But, Cute. Yeah, so super Cute. fun. It's a great, it's a great time. <laughs> Everything's just splendid. All right. Well, let's um well, well and what yeah. about your summer? Like what what is summer plans for Robin? I mean, this summer I kind of like for once didn't do very much. I've just been working and kind of 
chilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I took like my little nieces on like a girls' weekend, and that Ooh, was fun. Um, I did an escape room for the first time. Okay. How was that? That was actually really fun. Yeah. Except like obviously it was like so it's three girls and they're all teens. And so they're just like yelling at each other. But finally, at the very end, they actually needed me because you had to enter in a like check routing number mm-hmm. <laughs> to pay for the experience. <laughs> no, like, it's part of like the um, mission. And that so sounds like an escape room that's trying to like, get your bank information. Well, it, no, <laughs> it wasn't like an act. It was like fake checks that they planted. In the oh, room. OK. And so like the oldest one, like grabbed it and she's like, let me do this. And I said, do you know what a bank routing number is? And she was like. No, <laughs> and she like and I was like get out of my way, and so I was like da, 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 da. and I was like I like got them all in, and then we like completed the mission, and I was like, so y'all did need me. I was like, you needed the old person here. Those escape rooms will let you know the hierarchy oh, <laughs> of a yeah. group very quickly. You learn oh, which ones are gosh. like anti-confrontational, and they're like fuck uh-huh. this, I'm not fighting with anybody. You learn who the go-getters are yeah. who are like, I'm going to take charge. And then you know who are the people who are like, I'm just here to help. <laughs> yeah. How do mm-hmm. I help? It was like a very interesting experience because they initially were like scared to do it because they were like, no, we're going to get locked in the room. And I was like, no, you're not. That's like not life. Like, that's not <laughs> It's not it a works. literal, you have like, to escape is, to live your life. Yeah, I was like, that's a really big exaggeration. Like, this isn't, um, what is it, Final Destination? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Where, like, yeah. the girl got, this like, This isn't shut. Saw. Yeah, you're not going like, to be locked in there. this is not that. There. Like, y'all are being super dramatic. And so afterwards, oh, they were like, girls. I know, <laughs> that. Um, but it was interesting because I'll bring this up is like one of them, they have been taught like they're from a, f- not from, but they're currently in school at a small town mm-hmm. and have really been dealing a lot with like um, bullying, obviously, which is like mm-hmm. sad that it's like such a like extreme thing for yeah. kids still. Listen, these, these lanes that they oh, create so for bad. people are only narrower in small yeah. towns. But then, um, so it's that much easier to stick out. They mentioned like, and don't have a mind for yourself. Yeah. Girl, I'm sorry. Well, so like they're, I'm so impressed with like them being so open-minded to so many things. And like, obviously their mom is like one of my oldest friends and she does one of the most phenomenal jobs raising teenage girls now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's done it like all alone, basically her entire life. And she just busts her ass. Um, but then I've always been there as like their aunt to like take them and do things. And they always yeah. say that they feel like they can talk to both of us. But they were talking about how like, you know, talking about like sexuality and like orientation with like them and their friends and about how like one of their friends, it's like a straight couple walking down the hall will be holding hands, but like two girls are just having fun and holding hands walking down the hall and the girls will get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And so they were just like, we just don't like to them. They're like, they know it's wrong that they're like, teachers are getting mad at like some and not others. And that obviously some of these kids are like using slurs and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, why are the teachers not standing up and saying something? Yeah. And so, (laughs) yeah. So it's been, I talked about this. We literally, I sat up with them until I think it was like 2 a.m. one night just talking about stuff they go through. Things you talk about at 2 a.m. And I, but it was like, these kids are 11, 13, and 15. Uh And I just was like, I know a lot of the time whenever I'm like on them for like something, I'm like, I don't ever want y'all to think I'm like mad at you. I was like, but there's stuff that y'all are having to deal with right now that I didn't have to deal with in school, but I understand a lot more now and you obviously don't. And so I'm happy you come to me and talk to me. And you saying that, you being able, and that goes, that goes with any relationship, even friends our age, being able to say, my experience is not yours. Mm -hmm. That, especially as somebody who has worked with a ton of teenagers, can help so much. For you to say like, hey, (sighs) you are facing something that I didn't have to face. No, and that's the thing is like, I even asked their mom as I was like, did we have such like hatred in our school growing up? And she was like, no. The same thing as like. Well, girls, and it wasn't seen as that. Well, no, but like we also just, I honestly don't feel like we had that. And maybe we did and I just never experienced it or saw it. <clears throat> well, you don't, but, you don't, I, I feel like, I feel like you, a lot of people don't notice it until it's, until it happens. Yeah. And so. 
homophobia doesn't take doesn't always take the place of someone screaming faggot in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes in lots of forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just because, and this is where, you know, privilege comes into play. That's true. Your intention only means so much mm-hmm. when your actions can your actions can still harm. Yeah. You know, hom- homophobia can still look, can still be very harmful and be very hateful. Yeah. And your intention was never that. Right. No. Right. And also, I mean, I think it has to be said that things and emotions and outward hatred is was not as explicit then when we were in school as it is now. I just, I... We didn't have the vocabulary for it. No, but also, I think but social also, media yeah. really has, like, amped things up to a whole different level. Absolutely. Right. And, 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 and the discourse in the actual... Like, world. World. Yes. But, like, it's so hard to, like, sit there and, like, I've literally been there since these kids were all born. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do I tell them that, like, people are just awful? It's, uh, it, it's it because, sucks. like, that's the And thing even is, from like, the school system. I don't ever want to, like, and they know is, like, I'm never going to lie to them. No. And so I sit there and I tell them, like, these harsh truths. And I'm like, but, like, we were saying is, like, I wish they could just be blissfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. To it, right. no. You, I mean, you, we all, sense, well, listen. Like, we all just yeah. also said we yeah. all wish we, all we just, could like, be blissful. But that's the yeah. thing is, like, that's why I was saying is, like, I want them to like just be blissfully ignorant to some things. But I'm like, it kills me that that stuff's brought up. Right. Well, because um, I want to protect them without being so like outward, like so be like, ah, uh, like you know, what's their race and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I'm, even then to this kind of time where like, yes, you didn't or like. I, I didn't have to deal with this then. I mean, like, you had um, black families literally mm-hmm. telling their kids at the same age, this is what you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. You know, you know, like, so, you know, that that's, you know, that's that's been there for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I mean, I just, you know, I, I just think, like, as a la- Latino, like, growing yeah. up, um, going to, like, predominantly white schools, like, mm-hmm. I was told a very different, you know, and yeah, I, 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 I didn't live in a blissfully unaware world. Yeah. Like I, I knew very early on, like what were the slurs that um, people use toward Latinos and then learned very early on before I even knew myself, what were the slurs that were used that for, part. for, um, for little queer kids? Well, and so they're, these girls are like just phenomenal. It's like, I really can't say enough good things about these kids and the way they've been raised because they're the first ones to step up when these scenarios happen. I love that. Like, there was a scenario where this little boy, it sounds weird saying little boy, but also, like, I just think of them as, like, children. I, I, but, um, I call my 17 to, honestly, at this point, like, 23-year-old former students, I call them all babies. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> but basically, so, the oldest one basically experienced this younger boy. Mm-hmm being really rude to one of her gay friends Mm -hmm. and she straight up I'm obviously not saying her name because I don't want her mom to ever like get mad just in case Mm -hmm. but like she hears like this kid making fun of her friend and she's the first one to go over to him Mm -hmm. and just start shit talking him Mm -hmm. and is like you're not going to talk to my friend like that what the fuck is wrong with you and all this stuff and then um, we we got on to her for this, like, one little part because then she called him a bastard. And she's she was under 15, so, um, at the time, whenever it happened. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, and that's why you're a bastard. And I was like, I was like, I appreciate you sticking up your friend. I mean, yeah, like, like part of me like, is like, know, bitch, you better let him know. I was just like, I'm not mad at you by any means. I was yes. like, but at the same time, I was like, but they're maybe a child and the lesson yeah, needs to be like, discussed. Maybe we just don't when we're talking mm-hmm. about someone mm-hmm. using Well, and when terms, you when you start turning that too. direction, you start yeah. diminishing your argument. Your argument. Yeah. Exactly. And so that was the thing is that she like tells us the story and I was like, I'm so proud mm-hmm. of you for standing up for your friend. And then she's and like bastard and you're and like, I was like Oh, yeah. Yeah. yikes. But, but also, I mean, they, they are teenagers, so their mm-hmm. emotions are still, you know. Oh, yeah. And also, I love that. I love sticking up for, <clears throat> for a friend because you know how it is. 
at that age, just even wanting to stand up yes. for your friend, the amount of ridicule that could still come your way mm -hmm. for standing up for something. That's well, what so I was going to say. And that's, that's where I, t I wanted to talk about the teachers too. Yes. Is one, that kid is exceptional. Oh, she's That kid badass, is exceptional. Yeah. Um, because like we said, in these small towns, the lanes are so much narrower. Mm -hmm. Like we may think like, oh, Fort Worth is the more conservative of the cities in Texas or it's a more conservative, conservative yeah. metroplex, whatever. It is still in the bubbles we exist in so much more welcoming than the spaces that are 20 minutes from here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it, the, the further you get out of town, the more narrow those mm -hmm. lanes get. And so one, um, the kids aren't dumb and the kids no. are reading the internet. And mm -hmm. that's the thing is I'm like, they know exactly everything they're talking about and telling Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, there are the kids, there are the kids in here who have parents who are on board mm -hmm. and are able to make that differentiation where they're like, hey, this is what you're going to experience in the community, in the world, in the school, but this is what we believe as a family. Mm -hmm. And then there are the kids who are woke to what's happening on the internet and where we're at that don't have the parents. Mm -hmm. So you have that happening with the students. With the teachers, one, you have shitty teachers. You have, just like you have shitty public servants in every level. That's You true. have politicians that, that are not serving all their constituents. Mm -hmm. You have police officers that are not serving every citizen of their city. Mm -hmm. You have teachers who are not teaching all children. Mm -hmm. So you have teachers who are shitty, who are not even going to just ignore that shit, but it will probably add to that shit for gay mm -hmm. kids, for kids of minority groups. But then you also have the teachers who will do nothing because if they do something, the parents are down their throat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In these smaller towns, the parents run the school districts. And see, that's kind of what they've been dealing with because they did bring up something that happened with one teacher, their mom, wrote the school mm -hmm. immediately and the teacher was like, oh, over one scenario. Mm -hmm. But then here's the thing that kind of got me as I was asking them about their teachers and like, who's their favorite? Mm -hmm. The coaches are all their favorites because the coaches are the ones that have actually been standing up for all these kids, which honestly to me and the way that like where I went to school, yeah. I figured it'd be the opposite. Yeah. And I was kind of like, interesting. There, 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 when it comes to sports there, I mean, there is, there are really good things to take. From, there are really good parts of being a part of a team mm -hmm. Yeah, to take from that. That's very mm -hmm. And true. if you have the person in charge who has the right mindset, like a coach who understands these things, who isn't ignorant as fuck, then yeah, that's a great opportunity to establish, you know, as a team, mm -hmm. we do not treat people like this yeah. mm -hmm. as a team. We respect people, whatever. That is the that is that is a good leader in that coaching yeah. staff. Yeah. Because even as a teacher, like I said, you have the people who the people who are actively assholes. Yeah. The people who don't do anything for fear of retaliation. Mm -hmm. And then you have a vast minority, if any, in a school of teachers who decide to take a stand. Mm -hmm. Those teachers then face, God forbid, they don't have a principal that supports them. If they have a principal that supports them, they're solid. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that principal knows that they are a safe place for students and they're an asset to the team. But then it, all you get is a change of management. Mm -hmm. And if you have a principal who is trying to keep the status quo, mm -hmm. keep anything from ruffling feathers, the fact that you are standing up and speaking up for kids, mm -hmm. which brings retaliation from parents, you become mm -hmm. a problem. Yep. And you mm -hmm. aren't protected. Yep. Oh, sorry. I had yeah, to get no. that out. Uh, but that's I had to Robin, get that out. Like, Did you ever think that you would be on an episode where we go deep like this I into love the school it. system? Hey, I love it because especially after the weekend with them and hearing mm -hmm, all their yeah. stories, I was like, I was so angry, especially like on our drive home when they were like, they told me like two stories, which I won't even bring up right now just because it's going to send us in a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah. But like the entire drive home, I was just like fuming yeah. and like they have my location on their phones and I have theirs. And I just told them numerous times over the weekend. I was like, you know, for some reason, if your mom ever doesn't pick up, 
to call me. Yeah. And like, I'm on all their stuff too. Yeah. So like if there's ever an emergency, but I was like, I don't care how small you think it might be. Send me a text, call me. I will be there. If I, if I'm in DFW, I will be there mm-hmm. because these kids are just dealing with stuff that. Oh, the girls, like the girls like, blowing. yes, in these small towns, you have homophobia and racism mm-hmm. rampant. Mm-hmm. The misogyny. That these girls are growing up with. You have Target. You have all these brands oh, yeah. promoting feminist ideas, mm-hmm. promoting the idea that women are independent people who can create their own futures, be who they want to be, yet their school system mm-hmm. tolerates boys talking to them a certain way, mm-hmm. tolerates boys treating them a certain way, tolerates. I was just, of all the things I face as a teacher, I faced tons of kids faces facing homophobic shit, tons of racist shit. Mm-hmm. But the more whites, I was in a predominantly white school with both of those groups, other races and queer kids being in the vast minority. But damn near every single one of those girls faced misogyny and it was an acutely aware thing they were aware mm-hmm. of in school. Yeah. Oh. And there was nobody standing up for it. No. Like there were, there were, there were, I mean, there were the, a handful of teachers who would, like, respond to those things, make sure it was understood. But so many teachers, because they are not empowered. No. No teachers are empowered. These, 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 the parents are given too much power in the school districts. And then you have these managers, these principals who just want things to go smoothly. They don't want anything. Okay, but mm-hmm. can we talk about this? Because he, this is where my real, I think, issue lies with everything. And ob- you don't know the situation. I'm very under referencing okay but when you know someone in your community school whatever that's doing wrong and multiple people know about it but they won't share it Mm -hmm. for fear of like backlash or whatever it is Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about why is it like is it just fear-based that people won't speak up, you think over anything? Because my thing is like, that's why I've decided in all scenarios to speak up. Because if I don't do it, or if someone else doesn't do it, it's just gonna continue. Yeah. And people just keep letting shit slide under the rug. And just like these people that are doing say bad things or being, you know, racist, homophobic, you know, or anything else. Yeah. Like, are just getting away with it because no one will speak up and talk about it. I think it's I think it's fear-based, but I don't think it's just fear of retaliation. I think it's fear of ignorance. I think it's fear of people not knowing how to handle that situation. Mm. I feel like it's because like I think there are plenty of teachers yeah. who aren't homophobic, who aren't yeah. racist or whatever, but they don't know or have the tools. How to, or have the or have the tools. To navigate that situation so that it doesn't see, become me, a hugely what tools do they thing. need besides their voice? Um, and the support of a principal. Or well, and and I and I think it is. I think. I think there's something. To, I think it's. I think it's this knowing that there is support behind them that they are not alone. But then I, that just goes back into the cycle of not talking about it. If you don't talk about yeah. it, mm-hmm. you don't know that you're not alone. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just obviously like been my thing for the year. Is I just and it's I'm, why we all I'm three have very, a podcast where we exactly. share our feelings and I thoughts just, so people don't feel alone. I am just so <laughs> over like people getting away with things that are wrong that they're harming others. In multiple ways, whether it be emotionally, physically, financially, etc., mm-hmm. and that no one is stepping up and saying anything. And so I made it my goal this year that anytime I'm approached with that situation, I'm going to say something regardless if there's backlash or not. I support because that. guess I, what? I, I absolutely do. If I don't do it and, and no one else is, yeah. like it's just going to continue and more people will be hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. don't know. That's my rant for the day. No, I support it. <laughs> I support it. 
Yes, we support that. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it's it's being able to have conversations and being able to have free conversations. I think that's the thing too is we need to be able to provide safe spaces for each other where we are like, "Hey, I don't know how to feel about this." Yeah. But I need someone else's take on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm really very happy for your nieces, your friend, mm-hmm. your nieces. I still call them my nieces even though it's not blood. Oh my um, god, do you know how many yeah. non no, no. Exactly. Nieces I was like they're still my nieces. Yeah. 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 Um I'm really glad for them that they have, you know, this um sparkling cider aunt. Oh yeah. They, they um, know. That I like, am. Listen. That they can, especially as you know, as go to as kids who are so open hearted as to stand up for that kid. Mm-hmm. I am so thankful mm-hmm. that they have someone like you in their life to yeah. support them, empower them, and let them know that even if this school system, mm-hmm. even if these teachers are like, "You're the troublemaker. You're the one causing trouble," or whatever. Yeah. They know that they have somebody that who is like, you are right. Yeah. Oh, me, you are empowered. Myself and their mom, even when we were like in middle school and high school, if someone was getting picked on, we were like the first ones to be like, what the fuck's going on over here? Yeah. Leave yeah. them alone. Yeah. And that's so, someone and that's someone speaking through you. Yeah. Like that. I, that's someone who poured energy into you. That's yeah. somebody who. Who showed you that type of love. Mm-hmm. Who showed you. Who showed you how to be kind? Do you think that? Now that you like phrase it like that, I mean, obviously in a sense, but not the like aggressive sense. Absolutely I, not. Yeah. I think, it's never like, aggressive. My, no, here's the thing. Like my grandparents, I give them credit for literally everything in my life. Yeah. Like okay. they were the best influence, best role models, just God's gift to earth to me. Yeah. And my grandparents were, like, very generous, very kind, always standing up for people, very, you know, like, were donating to charities and, like, mm-hmm. doing various things. So it, pro- it came from them, I'm sure. Yeah. But as far as, like, I never heard either one of them ever raise their voice, even, like, mm. the slightest bit. So the aggression well, no. in it. The aggression it doesn't the come out up, the same way. Yeah, it doesn't come out. <laughs> that's why I say. Like, right. It doesn't come out. Someone the same breathes way. life into you. Yeah. You don't breathe it out the same like, way. I think. Yeah. I think just because of the way that I like the home I grew up in, and that it was like such a negative, aggressive place, yeah. and that there was no one standing up for me. Mm-hmm. That that's why I'm like, I'll stand up for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't want anyone to ever experience what I went through. So it's like whenever the girls like tell me something, I'm like literally like mama bear. I'm like, who? Tell me their names. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to look them up on the internet yeah. and find their house. Like, yeah. shit's going down. Yeah. Which words did they use specifically? Which <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, You're I'm like, just and like, what did they say to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I tell them all the time because obviously, like, it's kids, like, kind of go to now is I'm like, pull out your phone and record it. Yeah. I'm like, if a teacher is ever saying something inappropriate, I was like, literally under the table, pull your phone out, put it on, like, video. And just record because it'll pull the audio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, do anything to do that because I was like, then you have evidence. Yeah. I just say that because I feel like the love, like I, f- I feel like love has to be created. Yeah. I feel like love comes from each other because we 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 have we all receive love in certain amounts in certain ways from certain people, and not everybody gets that. No. Not everybody gets that. And so for us to to get to, for me, I feel like a lot of, let me speak for myself, a lot of the love that I have for people and that I am able to stand up, the power that comes from that is because love was breathed into me. Yeah. And I'm able to pass that love on and Mm -hmm. show people how to act, show my kids how to act and what we stand up for and whatever. Um, And I can see where a lot of that would come up from not having a voice. Yeah. You don't need anybody to breathe it in, but other, but, but also you've, you've also seen so many people who have been born out of that and it not gone in the direction of love mm-hmm. that didn't have anybody speaking up for them. So they're like, cool, well, I'm not going to speak up for anybody except myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So I just, I don't know. I, I'm so encouraged that they have someone like you and I do believe that that love was breathed into you. Oh, well, thanks. Oh, we should honestly have like, Cause that's a whole other thing that we could get into right now is like 
just the topic of like love. Yeah. And <gasps> where it comes because I think yeah, you and I had, didn't we, we did. have this oh, on yeah. like We had a little chit chat about this. Yeah. We had like, because we'll do this another time because we will do this I was telling another, yeah. Tyler that I don't think I've ever been, I, I don't, I've never like experienced love in another way than like my grandparents and maybe my best friend. Okay. And so to wow. me, I'm like, and I've been married, I've been in multiple relationships, mm -hmm. but. I, I mean, I had love for those people, but mm -hmm. I don't think I was ever in love. How? Oh, wow. I mean, if this doesn't set up a cliffhanger. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I think that like love is a we whole other topic, topic of things episode. that yeah. like we could all go into. Cause because you're talking with two gay men. Well, because also I, that's a lot of places we were supposed to get love failed us. Oh, and, same. And, yeah. And I mean, love takes on a different meaning for us. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like everyone also experiences and gives love in different ways yeah. well and folks so here's like, a teaser yeah. to our next <laughs> episode, <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah i was like i'm also getting really warm the tequila is like hitting so. yeah yeah i'm like i was i was i was uh, you guys were having an amazing conversation <laughs> and i wanted to like really be a part of it but also i was like the tequila has hit okay i was like <laughs> that's why whenever he started talking i was like oh thank god i was like i'm getting so warm right now so um so <laughs> yeah so i don't know i feel like that's a we're, we're wait we're let's do queer great, can we do queer cultural touchstone let us do Whoa, wait, but someone this? someone's got to take it okay so at the end of our episodes <laughs> we do a queer cultural touchstone yeah which is Ooh. something that you it can be a movie book whatever it does it can be whatever you want and, but for you it read queer and and i really felt i really feel that I had not done Uncoupled at the last episode. Yeah. Because you came in and like, yes. are you watching Uncoupled? Oh my God, oh my that gosh. was his yes, queer yes, cultural yes. touchstone. Oh my God, yeah. It's, wait, how far are you? Oh, I'm done. <gasps> okay, I have to go home and finish it today. Yeah, I did so. four episodes one night and then four episodes the next day. I think I'm on like five. Yeah, so, because they're, okay, eight, they're eight like half hour episodes. It's really good though. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I haven't watched I it yet. It. I'm excited yeah. too. I liked it. I'm going to say my queer cultural touchstone is going to be uh, Betty Who. Okay. I consider her queer. I Who's love that? her music. Betty Who, she's a singer. Okay. Pop singer. Um, I don't know if she's anything main mainstream. She did the song on Queer Eye for a bit. Okay. Um, but she's been around for years. But she is somebody, she puts out very empowering music. Um, she knows her queer audience. I don't know if she's queer or not. Um but it's very dancey. It's very positive. It's very self-empowering. But it's Ooh. always got a positive little, like, bop to it. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So tonight. Love. That's probably what I'm going to listen to. Yeah. A little Betty Who. I don't know. I feel like because we were just talking, we, we were so talking, like, in depth about just, you know, the your, your nieces that are, like, in school and, and just that kind of um, environment of being, you know, sticking up for people. And, and I don't know. I don't know why my so-called life is, like. Yeah coming into my mm -hmm. head but just like that that is that was that a touchstone for you that was i mean yeah, you know like the that claire danes i mean character just that kind of like finding yourself and your voice mm -hmm. in that kind of um school setting environment yeah. environment just really kind of pops out for me um i know that we talked about this a little bit but p valley Oh, did you watch yes. it? I finished it. Yes. You finished it, bitch. Oh yeah. Uh, so, what I, did you think? The entire it's fabulous, isn't it? Show was just amazing. You haven't watched P Valley yet, have you? Uh, I've been told I need to. Oh, you need to. I mean, I'm still gonna say like, what's his name? Diamond, the like bouncer yes. door guy. He's still my absolute favorite, Ugh. just because he like is my. That's like my ideal man. Mm -hmm. Is like mm -hmm. the like kind of quiet standoffish mm -hmm. guy who just like comes to the rescue mm -hmm. when necessary. I that, you can count that's on a weird, him. Like you can count on him. Mine, so yeah, just because I think that I oddly maybe want like rescued in a way, but also I'm like a strong independent. Yes, bitch, so. we want both. Yeah, we're can be both. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you look him up? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So mm. now just like picture like just you're in trouble and you need help and that's who comes and to Diamond rescue. Rolled up. And he's also like a veteran and mm -hmm. just hot. I can picture many scenarios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But no, so. that was like that entire show is so good and has so many 
I'm so glad you picked different like references and mm-hmm. the characters and all of it. I I think I might love Mississippi the most. Oh, just because she has like such a good she's character endearing. rise. She's got an endearing. Rise. Yeah, like she she goes from like kind of like the quiet girl to like have her like moment and then you know like I don't know. Yeah, but, she's definitely got. I I find her. Really but the endearing. entire show I think is exactly what y'all are looking for and need. So. Mm. Roger, watch. that's next. It's going to be next. It is yeah. next. Um, well, Robin, it has been so I'm great so to happy have It's you. your first episode on our I podcast. Know, I love it, y'all. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, are we going to be like really funny? Or are we going to be like serious? Or like, what are we going to do? We were, I feel like we did a little bit of a little bit of yeah. It's the tequila. It is yeah. totally the tequila. It is the tequila. We were in our feelings. I know. It and just I, happens to us And sometimes. also, in comparison to the hour conversation we had that before was the thing. we actually... Okay. Oh, this was mild. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, I think this is the come down, so... Yeah. 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 But we should... Next time, we should just have uh, Paul in here as well. Well, next time... Let's just all yell press at each record. other and come in here first. Yes, so. press yes. record. Once we'll we meet yeah. in here, mm-hmm. drop bags, and get started. Yes. Yeah. Well, my love, thank you so much thank for joining so much us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so proud of y'all. Won't be the first thank you, time. Baby. It won't be the only time that you're I know. On here I'm so. Like, I'm just so proud of y'all, and I can't wait to have you on Corks well, and Yeah. Thank you very much for um, um, being on our podcast. Oh, my. I'm honored. Thanks for being on Queer Context. I am literally honored. That's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for merch. Yay. Yay. Um, well, everyone, thank you for listening. Please go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And follow us on Instagram uh, at Q-U-E-E-R-C-O-N-T-X-T. Robin, where can they follow you? Um, on all major streaming platforms at Corks and Cowtown and on social media at Corks and Cowtown or Ramblin' Rome for my personal. There you go. All right. Yo, we're going to go pee because the tequila's... It, it's here. It's here. Cheers, okay. friend. Bye. <laughs>